Welcome to episode 88 of A to Z Sports Talk. I'm your host, AJ, with, here with my co-host, Zach. And Zach, it's been a rough um, last few weeks here in St. Louis. It got better there for a while, and now it's now it's sucking again. Terrible. <laughs> I was an uh, eyewitness to the game on Saturday. The Cardinals lost. And, uh, yeah, uh, I guess I didn't talk about my weekend in Pittsburgh, but... Uh, yeah. The game was by far the worst part about the whole thing. The outcome of the game, like the the stadium's super nice, really super cool skyline in Pittsburgh. Um, but really, that uh, air not air cost us the game. Since when they screwed all the runs, yep. my mom was not happy for Arenado for probably the rest of the weekend. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, that was by far what really cost us the game, and because Montgomery pitched really good, and we just can't win. Like we have so much talent, we just can't win. We also have, I guess, it's kind of a did you see it? We have blown fifty percent of our save opportunities this year, so it's all our pitching. Yep. Um, yeah, with yeah, with Arenado, so. it's it just seems like it's, and we'll all get more into it when when we do MLB here, but. Seems like it just keeps compounding mistakes. Like he had a couple mm-hmm. of mistakes last night in Texas where it's like plays, it's tough plays, but it's plays that mm-hmm. we're used to him making yeah. really good. Like he may not win the gold glove this year. I know. I know. Which it might be, be might the first be time in his whole career. Cabrian's final, finally a year that he gets it. Oh, um, maybe. I saw him live. <laughs> I will say so uh, Chris Stratton looked very good uh, when he pitched solid, on Saturday. Mm-hmm. He is <laughs> uh, solid. I think it should be our closer hot take. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get it started with our uh, our did you see it? I'll hand it off to you first. Um, you get us going. Um, so this did you see it is um, I'll talk about this. Did you see because this is like huge news in the sports world. Um, and then I'll kind of talk about my weekend in Pittsburgh. But so there's been PJ Tour and Live, and this morning they had breaking news that they merged together and okay. this is like this is huge news if anyone doesn't know golf like uh live was backed by the saudi the saudi like public fund or whatever pj tour obviously been around for like ever um bunch of bad blood the last two years pj tour um a lot of their a lot of big names went to live and then a lot of big names stayed at pj tour um but yeah, it's crazy. Like even, yeah, it's just crazy. So now it's like, it's just came out. Like the players didn't even know it was happening. Like they found out on like Twitter. Um, but apparently it's Saudi is financially backing everything, but the PGA I think is running everything still. Oh. So I don't know exactly how it's going to pan out. Like it's still literally was announced this morning on so is, is live is just Tuesday. its own is live just its own league or own whatever you yeah call it? it was his own different golf league but not anymore whether the same now um but it's also really weird because pj tour was super against live for obvious mm-hmm. reasons the saudi Arabians, you know aren't the greatest people you know yeah. kind of cause 9 11 yeah. don't treat a lot of people nice um but uh <laughs> and at one of the pj tour events the commissioner who was agreed to this deal and was a big part of it, like shook hands with whatever. They're on like CNBC where they announced it. At one of the PGA Tour events, like 
early on when Liv happened, he invited a bunch of 9-11 families to come like to the event. And now like you're now joining it. So it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> you went from like trying not to be it to just like caving and uh, yeah, joining yeah, yeah. them after all these players were like backing you saying we can be the better league doing all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then also it's like all the player people who didn't go to live um, who took less money, obviously because they're paying everyone over there a buttload of money. Now they missed out on money. And now like it's didn't really even matter because now it's back in the PGA tour and they can do everything. So mm-hmm. it's crazy. Um, Does yeah, that add more just, golfers then? Does that add more? No, it's just it's just all like there's just big names that were playing in live and not in every PGA tour event. They would just be there playing for the majors, but okay. Now they'll be all together again. So I have no idea what because live was more of like a team format. PGA tour is more individual. So I don't know what if there's gonna be more team events or yeah, mm-hmm. it's interesting crazy. Yeah. And like this could like Saudi's bad, but also because they have so much money, it could also grow the game of golf because it can put so much thinking. money in. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's crazy. Um, this kind of blew up. I listened to like a golf podcast that had like literally, I listened to it like 25 minutes after it released at work because I saw the news and they did like an emergency podcast over it. But it's oh, crazy. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And then my other, did you see it was Jason DeGrom having Tommy John surgery? That's That's big news, man. I I hope it's not the end. I really hope it's not. We've discussed this before about I think he can get away with I mean not I think I know he can get away with 95 96 not 102. Mm-hmm. Like if he just dials back, but I don't know if it's like him exceeding um like what his arm can can do or if it's just mm-hmm. mechanic mechanically just an issue. I I don't I don't know if it's I you know. Yeah. He just gets hurt all the time. A lot. A lot. <laughs> like, I don't even... He plays... I think his most he's played is like a couple months and then he's dead. Has he ever played a full year? I think he has, yeah. I, th- I thought there was one... Maybe um, his first couple years. Exactly, yeah. Has he had yeah, Tommy John before? I thought he had. That's why it was breaking news. Mm-hmm. I, I thought he had earlier in his career. Um, which kind of leads into my Did You See It, which is also baseball related Alec Manoa who we've talked about on here a couple times about how down of a year it's been for him he's been sent down not to triple a or double a to the practice facility a complex in Florida to uh Mm. in in their words I have it written down here in their words a complete reset and to start over completely so that is um a pretty big move by a Toronto team that he's been terrible so might as well try it last night was the uh was the breaking point. He gave up six in the first. He he went he went an, a third of an inning in the first. Um mm-hmm. gave up six to Houston and then they they pulled him. I mean it was it it looked bad, man. It was he walked off completely defeated. Um yeah and I had him in my top ten starting pitchers, I think. Me too. Yeah, was, uh, <laughs> me too. Yeah. I mean the majority of people did. He had he had high expectations this year. Uh, I think by Toronto, Cy Young for National League, though Zach Allen's doing pretty good. So he's he's doing very well. And my my in the my uh, Cy Young in the American League was Cease, and Cease has been a disaster terrible. too. It's yeah, it's a weird year, man. I don't um, even remember who I picked. 
Yeah, I have to I have to look back because I don't remember who my National League Cy Young was. I mean, around the league though, Sandy Alcantara has been really mm-hmm. bad. Um, yeah, it's it's been a very odd year, but the mm-hmm. Toronto's keeping afloat because Kevin Gosman's been, yeah, like electric dude. He is so fun to watch. I don't know if you ever get to see him pitch at all, but he is. He's like the guy that I mean, last two starts he went one fifteen and one twenty four in pitches. I mean, he's just yeah. like a horse. It's it's fun to watch. I feel like if I watch any other team pitch, I think I will be like shocked that someone can pitch that well. <laughs> yeah, this year has uh, not not been not been going well for the Cardinals. We can kind of tra- uh, you know kind of go into that now. We got swept by the Pirates. You were present for all three. Were you present for all three of those? Just one, just Saturday. Okay, okay. <laughs> was it game one? Uh, game two. Game two. Okay. Lost um, four game, to three. Game one is when I thought we really lost any type of momentum because we had those two off days, mm-hmm. and then we were up. I I don't even remember off the top of my head. Five. We were two, up maybe? five nothing, I think, and then it was five, five to nothing. one, and then they made their their comeback. Well, they they had Gallegos in the seventh inning. We, you and I discussed that off air. How it we made no kind sense. of agreed it made no sense whatsoever. Like he's like an eighth or ninth guy. Like I know maybe he's like maybe have him pitch the seventh and the eighth. But that that'd be like I think there was only like one out in the seventh. They haven't pitched like five outs and just yeah wear him down. Like I think we have it's other guys of, who are capable. Hicks, of, Chris Stratton pitched. I don't think I've seen a pitch all year, and then he goes out I know. on Saturday. I think he get, like walked a guy, then struck out the next three guys. Mm-hmm. No, you mentioned Hicks, and that's where it's. It, I kind of laugh because if you would have asked me a month ago how I felt about Jordan Hicks, I was ready mm-hmm. to DFA him or or do something. Now it's like I wanted to use him in that seventh inning. He, he his ERA is almost under four now. He pitched really. He came in Saturday and got screwed because someone hit like a little blooper. That was right down the left field line, and Donovan was played in like left center for some reason. And he's yeah. Donovan is not that fast. No, um, you think he would be though? Yeah, they have him fast on MLB The Show, like seventy speed, but I don't think he is. No, uh, and no. he couldn't get there. But other than that, he do like one hundred and three. <laughs> do you feel that? I mean, there's a lot of things that we could probably point at for the reasons we've been 11, now 11 games under. But do you feel that kind of an inconsistency with with you know roles on? The, I mean, we've had injuries. Obviously, our three starting outfielders are all out right now. But do you think any kind of inconsistency with roles, either the bullpen, Gallegos and Helsley, or like Tommy Evans in center field and Donovan's either at second base or left? Like, do you think any of that has to do with it? I don't think Tommy Edmund and Donovan playing anywhere because they've all played different positions and like yeah. they're way better than putting like our Kevin Burleson out there or something. Yeah, which I cannot stand him. Um, uh, yeah, I'm not a fan. Or like Yepes or playing defense out there. Like they're honestly probably like above average defenders in the outfield too. Tommy Edmund probably be a Gold Glove anywhere he plays. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. We just don't. We just don't have that, like, I don't know how to explain it, just, like, winning edge. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, we can't hit with runners in scoring position. Like, I would, like, sell my soul to have Alan Craig on this team right now be, like, first in the division because bat him fourth. He batted 400 against with runners in scoring position. 
but oh my god, it's just stressful. How much we, more leeway? Get, how much more leeway do you give to Ollie? I don't even know if it's Ollie's fault. Like, just Not sign completely. someone. Just sign a pitcher. Just make a splash. We got so many prospects. Mm-hmm. Trade Burleson, please, or Yepes. They barely play. Yeah, they, we just, have too you gotta many do guys. Something to spice it up. I saw someone tweet. Uh, they should just get into a all-out brawl with the team to fire up. <laughs> like I'm honestly down with it. <laughs> well, did you see Arenado's reaction to to uh, Paul DeYoung last night? No, there was a like a little pop up down the third base line. It, it dropped foul, but they were both there, and it just dropped mm-hmm. in between them. And Arenado, I don't know if you ever saw his reaction in in Colorado when he got really ticked off and started mm-hmm. throwing stuff. He was not happy with Paul DeYoung. He turned his back and was doing his like, honestly. I think Arenado's kind of a problem because his body language is, just seems like he's pissed that's, off all the time. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I think he needs to look in the mirror a little bit. He has not yeah, been. Just, Goldie's been uh, good. Goldie's yeah, except been with runners in scoring position. Yeah, he's got like 26 RBIs. But Nato's yeah. not been... I mean, defensively, he's not been the same. Offensively, he's been obviously mm-hmm. a huge drop-off. So, I mean, it's... And then the, last night on the broadcast, they were telling... Or they were saying about, we need like a third guy. And they said Goldie and Nolan. And I'm thinking, which Nolan? Because I think Nolan Gorman has had an yeah. incredible season compared to Arnado. Yeah, his home run Saturday... He hit like a line drive. Um, if that was up like five feet, that would have went out of the stadium. Mm-hmm. Like it hit the back fence at uh, PNC in right field. Its projected distance was like four hundred feet, or not projected. His distance was like four hundred four feet. I'm like, yeah. What's the estimated on that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I'm Super impressed with Gorman it. is what he doesn't start all the time because, like last night, we faced Martin Perez, a lefty. He came off the bench in the eighth inning, I guess it was. Mm-hmm. And he's just such a like good pinch hitter. Like, yeah. In clutch situations for being 22 or whatever he is. I love seeing Jordan like Walker back. I yeah, love seeing Jordan Walker too. back up here. Um, he hasn't been doing anything spectacular yet. But we also, we didn't mention Luke and Baker making his debut. He's had three hits already. Mm-hmm. My, my little joke is, are we going to send him down because he's not hitting it in the air enough like they did Jordan yeah, probably and just screw him up <laughs> I also think we should not have Contreras batting fifth anymore um, yes he did hit a home run Saturday but sitting there at the game looking at the scoreboard and seeing he's batting 220 with like a 290 on base like uh, it's not I good mean, <laughs> last night our, our 1 through 4 were 0 for 12 I believe until like Arenado did that Mm-hmm. hitting the eighth even last night if we want to talk about it a little bit last night it just seemed like such a this season cardinals way to lose this game because arenado did you see that little sequence with the base running i'll be honest i didn't even watch i i just needed a little break after i, I don't blame you. i love the cardinals I, I don't just just being at the game and just like hearing the pirates fans cheer just made me mad it just didn't seem right yeah. especially yep. when we kind of pitched around Brian Reynolds and the Pirates have Connor Joe batting third. I was like, this guy sucks, respectfully. Mm-hmm. And then he hits, gets two RBIs and was the player of the game. And I'm just like, it just made me mad. And our third place hitter is Gorman, who's a stud. <laughs> you just look at our team's compared. It's just come on. I know. Yeah. It's, I keep telling myself there's 100 games left. So hopefully, and, and it's, 
luckily we're in an awful division where there's always a chance, but but it's not like we don't play that we've already played the Pirates, I think, twice mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've played the Brewers. We play the Brewers again in like September, I think. We don't get to play our terrible division with the play. The Rangers are actually good, and then I don't even know who else. You remember? Yeah. Uh, I think on my the solo episode I did, I said this stretch of teams we play, they aren't really that good. We should win a I bunch know. of them. Yeah, I we've know. done the opposite. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and I mean now we got. I think the Reds maybe this weekend. But oh yeah, shoot, they beat guess, us two out of three. And guess who the Reds called up? La De La Cruz will probably that's, be amazing. Yes, he's really that's good. That's gonna be fun, dude. That's gonna be fun. like. I hope he does well. <laughs> I do too. Like that, that's the point I'm at. Yeah. Um. But let's let's talk about some some things that caught our eye this weekend. I'll give mm. my three things that caught my eye. Louisa Rise is now at three. Gosh dang it! That was one of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Louisa Rise is now three ninety nine. So, what I want to ask you is something that I I have a feeling I know your answer to this, but I'm going to throw a hypothetical at you. If Louisa Rise bats over 400 and the Marlins mm. win the division, because they're only three games out right now from the Braves, I don't think they will, but let's just have fun and t- talk about a little hypothetical here. Mm. Should he be the MVP? Yeah, no. <laughs> I thought you'd say no. <laughs> like, he's doing great, but like, there's been a lot of guys who've had, had the batting title who didn't win MVP. He only has one homer, or maybe two homers now, anyway. So, like, I'm trying that's to look also at the stats. Yeah, one homer. Yeah, one home run. Yeah. His OPS is almost a thousand, though. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, I, I want to say he should be, but then you look at like guys like, I don't know, Ronald Acuna, who's been the best player in the National <sighs> League all year. So it's like that, that may yeah. be my topic now that I. You took mine. I'll just steal that. Like, holy smokes! What Acuna? Yeah. What? Are you talking about Acuna? Yeah, three thirty-one, and then he's mm-hmm. pulling up his stats right now. Um, twelve homers, thirty-two RBIs, twenty-six stolen bases. <laughs> he could be thirty-thirty. No, he, he's he's been. He's ridiculous. he could be forty-forty. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be amazing. 60, 60. <laughs> <laughs> My second thing was, and we're we're witnessing it firsthand right now. I think the Texas Rangers are World Series contenders, and I know they lost to Grom, and they're without Oda Rizzi, with just like a fourth or fifth starter. But John but Gray hasn't pitched like all year, though. That's exactly yeah. Um, yeah. John Gray not pitching in Colorado anymore. He has been great this year. Martin Perez has been actually his ERA is not great. It's in the fours, but he's like seven and one now. Um, I'm trying to think about who else. That, just lineup wise, though, the lineup's ridiculous. I mean, everybody everybody bats 300. Yeah, they all lineup. have really good bats throughout the whole lineup. And Marcus Simeon, talk about MVP potentially. He is he's, he's on a 25 game hitting streak, dude. He's, he's doing his. He is at 25. 25 yeah he's and doing Corey Singer's thing, batting 340 like these guys are are scary it's it kind of reminds me of like 2011 rangers again where they're like deep yeah guys that just you know have tons of power and pop um and my third thing that caught my eye and i know it, it's not super impressive or anything they're one game under 500, but the San Francisco Giants impressed me, dude. Like, I, I mm. thought they were going to be 
you know, third worst team in baseball yeah. this year. And they just find a way. They're five and a half and, back of the division yeah. behind Arizona and LA. They just everybody that comes up in that organization succeeds. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah. And they do like a lot of openers, Alex Cobb. Like they have starters. Alex Cobb, Manea or Manaya, um, Desclafani. They they have those guys, but they all go three or four. Like they mm-hmm. they're not doing what they usually did in their career and go, you know, five, six, seven. They're all three or four, and it's just bullpen, bullpen, bullpen. But it works. So they, they kind of impressed me. But what do what do you uh what do you have? Um, so you took one of my topics, Luis Arias, because I didn't realize I knew his his average was going up, but I didn't realize it was almost four hundred, which is awesome. Um crazy. I'm gonna kinda obviously I don't know if this would count as my topic, but I was gonna say Arenado's air on Saturday. Just just his play hasn't been good. And I think like if Arenado gets going, I think we get going if he just just stops whining and just plays because he's amazing. Um, I would say another topic. Um, so I guess my second is the Arizona Diamondbacks are tied for first in the NL West, and they're they're pretty fun. They're very they got a uh, Corbin Carroll. They just got a bunch of. You can tell Marte's playing good this year, which I've always liked him. Um, uh, Christian Walker, stud. Uh, they're just doing their thing. And uh, their pitching is really good. Like, they could legit. Like, I think they could probably make the playoffs. Yeah. There's only going to be one from the Central. I think there's no maybe. I haven't really looked at the wild card, but I don't think two teams from the NL Central are going to make the playoffs. No, no, no and, way. You know, at some point, the uh, I hope not. But at some point, you would think the Phillies and Padres would both get going. You would think. I think the Padres over the Phillies more. I agree. I agree. And the Phillies, I don't think they have like, they use like all their uh, like trade stuff for kind of last year and then Mm -hmm. some other trades. Mm -hmm. They have like no farm system. So like they barely have like anyone to send anywhere. Um, Well, you look at, you look at players just by names and it's mm -hmm. pretty scary, but they just haven't clicked like trey turner's been really bad this year schwarber's yeah. betting like 155 <laughs> yeah like if they get in the playoffs and you're playing them i would be scared just because yeah like oh, last yeah. year they can just get hot like even with san diego they, they literally just can get hot because they have such good players but totally the grind of the regular season they just kind of like the cardinals they just aren't finding ways to win like mm-hmm. at the pittsburgh game they multiple times they with the guy on first they bunted him to get him over and stuff like that Mm-hmm. where it's just like maybe the Cardinals should play a little small but just like get something like steal sure. more I don't know mm-hmm. but uh no I, I agree I have, I, have, I have to have another topic here let me think of something um I guess this is kind of a topic so Luis Arias is batting 399 but he doesn't lead the MLB in hits and that is Bo Bichette who's batting 333 He's had and a great he is year. just crazy. I was listening to a podcast where he's like 20, how he's like in his 25, 26. Mm-hmm. He 25 could, maybe. He may have one of the best shots to at 3,000 hits hmm. of a young player because he hasn't really gotten hurt. Probably just jinxed it. He'll probably get hurt. But you know what I mean? Yeah. That's a good point. I haven't thought about that. He is. Because he is very, he's very, um, 
um what's the word I'm looking for? Consistent but also available. Like he's he's always yes. in the lineup. Like he's batted his career average is three oh two. Um and he's had almost two hundred hits each year. Yeah, if he stays if he stays healthy, man, into like his late thirties. Mm-hmm. Do you do you see how many hits he has currently? Is that is that pulled up at all? Uh five hundred and sixty five. And three years no. Wait, no, four years. Probably four. Oh, that's counting this year too. So four and a half. Okay. Okay. I can't do the math off the top of my head. <laughs> uh I that's pretty good. It's basically three. It's basically so 2019 and 2020, he only played like not that many games because 2019 mm. is when he came up, 2020 shortened. 20, so it's basically like three ish years if you're combining 19, all of them, and this year. That's pretty good for three years. It is. It's very good. Yeah. I'm glad he's putting it together because I think it was maybe last year. He hit lower average, more power, maybe. There was one of those mm-hmm. years I thought he had more power than average. Um, but he has been definitely, as you said, over 330. So he's he's been rolling. He's very good. So let's move on to some NHLs. The Stanley Cup finals are currently going down right now. And Vegas um is absolutely honestly steamrolling Florida right now. And game one, Vegas won five two. Aiden Hill and Net was thirty three for thirty five. Game two. Vegas won seven to two. Marsha show with two goals and an assist. My theory is, and this goes for any playoffs across sports, it's not over until both teams play on home ice. Because mm-hmm. home ice is or home field, whatever you want to call it, it's a huge advantage a lot of the time. So I'm not by any means saying the series is over because I think Florida um could easily win game three and then you know it's a whole new series. Mm-hmm. I do think Vegas does win this series. I picked them to win it to start off. Um, and it's kind of kind of reminds me a little bit of the Nuggets heat that we're going to get to in a second here. My major thing of this whole series is Matthew Kachuk, who's a stirrer-upper. He's a mm-hmm. feisty guy. We all know that. He's got to cool down a little bit because mm-hmm. he has three 10-minute major penalties already. So that's 30 minutes off the ice yeah. that he can't even be out there at all. So it's like... I don't know how much that would impact a seven to two game and a five to two game, but because Bob Brofsky for Florida has not been good, he he was elite the first three rounds. Yeah, until I one. think them sweeping Carolina was the worst thing to happen to them. Just that break, is that what you yeah, say? They're hot. It's true, and also, yeah. Well, I don't know what the what they were down against Boston was it three one. Three one, yeah, they came three one. They came back, so <laughs> I know. No, that's what I'm saying. It's it's by no means over at all. Um, if you're if you're a Vegas fan, you're obviously it, it's ridiculous to say. You're Do you obviously like pleased. Vegas? No, 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 no. Okay, I really don't like them. No, I don't. I don't like this matchup at all. I don't like Kachuk. Um, there's been a couple Florida guys that have been cheap shot in all playoffs. You don't it's like playoff to, hockey to Chuck just because he didn't come to St. Louis. He didn't come here. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly why. Um, but no, I do think Vegas pulls out this series, but I don't know. It's it's I keep saying it, but it, it's by no means uh by no means a wrap. Yeah. Let's move on. NBA finals, which everybody thought it was over after game one. 
I thought I still think Denver. I still think Denver is going to win this series. Um, but game one, Nuggets controlled it the entire way. Miami kind of made a little bit of a game at the end there. Um, Jokic, ridiculous, 27, 14, and 10. Um, but the role, guys, man. I mean, I just wrote down Aaron Gordon had 16 and 6 because he caught my eye because they had Gabe Vincent on him. And by no means am I calling out Spolstra because Spolstra, they had Gabe Vincent on Aaron Gordon. So 6-2 uh, against 6-9. And with Jokic, he can he's such an amazing passer and deliverer of the ball, it's like he's going to find that opportunity no matter which way you seal off Gordon. He's going to either throw over top or if he's you know if he's behind him, he's just going to back him down and score. Yeah. That's what caught my eye, my eye in game one because they didn't start Kevin Love, which I thought was kind of shocking because mm-hmm. K-, K. Love's not a great defender by any means, but he's a big body that provoked, mm-hmm. you know, provides some type of threat. In game two, that's what I was super interested about because Spolstra is so good at making adjustments, and that's exactly what he did. The Heat won 111-108, and what they did was they made Jokic a scorer. That's what I was only thinking after assists. game one. What's that? Like, I feel like that's the only way you have to, is just let him get his and stop everyone oh, yeah. else. Oh, it's exactly what you got to do. And so he had 41 points, but he only had four assists. And so that's the big thing. Is like mm-hmm. when, you get, when you let Jokic get 30, 15, and 12, you're going to lose. Um they did start Kevin Love. He helped with a little bit of help defense. He didn't, if you look at straight box score numbers, he didn't have a great game. He had like six points, yeah. 10 rebounds. But the impact you could like visibly see um, him having. The Nuggets role players d- finally didn't show up. I've been saying all year I like the Nuggets role players, but I don't mm-hmm. love them. During the Lakers series, during the Timberwolves series. I love them more the, than the Heat role players. No, oh, for sure. Oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Who else did the Nuggets play? I'm trying to think. Timberwolves and Lakers. Suns. Suns. That's who it was. During those three series, their role players have been like shooting 50% from three, like ridiculous mm-hmm. numbers. They finally cooled off. Um, Caldwell Pope and Michael Porter Jr. combined for 11 points, three for 12, two for nine from three. Jamal Murray had like seven points at the end when it was too late. Before that, he had like 11 the entire game. So yeah. I saw Steve Kerr and Draymond, their podcast. I guess mm-hmm. Draymond's podcast that he had Steve Kerr on actually. Um, they said what they saw was they the Heat attacked Jamal Murray as like the head of the snake, and they let mm-hmm. like we just said let Jokic get his um, by any means, and then just like you like you said, just eliminate everybody else, and you have a great great chance of winning. So I do think Denver still wins the series. I said Denver mm-hmm. in five to start. But I'm not confident in that anymore. Like I'm still gonna <laughs> pick Denver, but Miami yeah. is sneaky, dude. There's just something about yeah. It. They just win. They have like four undrafted guys in the rotation, and also uh, the Nuggets are oh, they haven't won whenever Jokic scores over 40 points. I saw that. That's yeah. Crazy. It's interesting. Game three is Wednesday, which this episode will be out on Wednesday, so it's tonight. Um, and so no, I think wait. the NHL. Oh, yeah. I think NHL. <laughs> I got so confused. Like it'll be out tonight. I was like, wait, no. Yeah. Tomorrow. Um, I think the NHL Stanley Cup uh game three is also Wednesday night as well. So um definitely keep an eye on those. Next up, we are going to be doing our NFL predictions for the season. This is when um I, I texted you Zach the other day and I said this is your time because I know you're you you love football even more than more than me. So um we are going to do our our predictions team by team. That's what we've decided. Um, unless we like run out of time. Cause that's what happened last year. We ran out of yeah, time. Yeah, I think it did. Two in an episode, but 
we are going to post them separately, 10, 15, 20 minute episodes, breaking down each team. And Zach's idea was go from the bottom and go to the top. So our first team is the Chicago Bears. So we're going to go film that right now and um, and have that out for you guys. So Zach, anything else from you for this for this episode here? Nope. <laughs> All good. All good. All right, guys. Thanks for listening, and we will see you guys next time. See you guys.